0: The walls fell in first. A flash of light and smoke came next. Or could it have been the other way around? It happened so fast she could not remember. The air smelled funny, like when Papa put out the fire before bed. It filled her mouth and nose. It stuffed her lungs and clogged her breathing. Then it turned thick and black so she could not see. She coughed. She tried to stand, to run, but her legs sagged beneath her. Tugging on a curtain, she pulled three times before she grew tired of toppling over and crawled toward her bedroom. She called for her mama, but heard only the sound of distant screams through the smoke. None of them was mama. Mama? Mama? She cried again, feeling her way along the floor. Her fingers brushed a rug, soft and cool compared to the stone floor. A glowing fire consumed part of the room, heating the stone. It crept toward her. Fires hurt. Papa had told her she should not touch them. Sometimes she thought about trying to see if he was right, but she did not want to try with this one. It seemed angry. Its flames popped and snarled. The couch began to glow and then disappeared as the fire swept over it. It folded in half, crashing to the floor with a loud bang. She yelped. Tears stung her eyes and wet her cheeks. Her arms shook. Her legs trembled. She backed away and found the table that usually stood in the middle of the living room. It must have toppled over, too. It lay on its side next to a body that looked like Mama. She knew Mama by her hair. She loved to bury her face in it. She loved to admire the pretty flower smell of it and the shine. Mama! She still received no answer. Her tears dripped from her chin onto her arms. They felt hot. She reached the body. The strands of hair splayed across the floor and tugged. Her mamma did not move. She pulled again, her hands slipping from her mamma's hair. She held them up, wiggled her fingers. They were sticky and red. She knew that colour. She had learned it recently. Mamma's hair was supposed to be black, not red. The fire came closer, eating the table with gold teeth, crumbling it into grey ash, like the fireplace dissolved the logs on cold days. Heat scorched her face and singed her hair. "'It rolled over her body in waves, biting and clawing her skin. "'She shrank from it, and somewhere somebody wailed. "'The noise grew louder, closer, filling her with fear. "'The noise came from her own mouth, she realised, and her lungs ached from it. "'She inhaled smoke and choked on it. "'She wanted to leave, but Mama refused to carry her. "'She did not understand why.' She reached her arms up, noticing for the first time the soot caking the creases of her elbows and covering her pudgy skin. Then someone grabbed her and she flew. Firm arms swung her fast through the air and out of the room, down a hallway filled with smoke, and outside into the garden courtyard where she had often played with her toys on sunny days. She rubbed her eyes to clear the tears and the stinging and felt them burn from the black on her palms.' she wailed harder. "'Take her,' a gruff male voice said, handing her over to another set of arms. She did not know the man, but she knew the woman who now held her. She knew her orange hair anyway, but her voice seemed different. "'Is she okay?' the woman asked. "'Megan will be fine. She's just scared.' "'We all are,' the woman replied. "'Are they both gone? Were we not able to save them?' "'They're gone,' the man responded, his voice heavy with anger and grief. He betrayed them. The woman looked away from him, toward the light the burning castle cast into the sky. So he's won. The kingdom is his. Perhaps for now. Has James told you what you need to do? Yes. Then go. Keep her safe. The child wailed again, and the woman pressed her close. Be well, Miles. Give my sister my love. Miles nodded. "'Good luck,' he said. Then the world turned white and disappeared from memory.'